You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. I can't do this. I, okay, I, I, I plan to be spontaneous tomorrow, but not now. <laughs> Plan spontaneity. It's a oh thing, dear. kids. Look it up. <laughs> Today is your. This is your ten-minute daily allowance of spontaneity time. Please be sure to terminate spont- all spontaneity in ten minutes. Speaking of spontaneous, we ended last episode without a cliffhanger. I feel a little dirty now. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, you should. Do you not know how to start again? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I don't know. I I like, I just need everyone to roll for initiative, and I don't I don't know what's going on. How <laughs> dare you? That's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I don't like. There, there's no drama. There's nothing here for me to work off of. What am I supposed to do? Who the hell do you think you are? I mean, you could do some like exposition. I I could. Is that the pie where but, he takes off its pants? Because I don't want that. <laughs> we have pants? <laughs> of course we do. I'm saying yes, but I'm shaking no. So I guess I'm just going to start by asking you guys, how you doing? What's going on? I'm looking forward to finding out who the assistant is, because that is the highest probability of betrayal right now. Ah, Yeah, yes. some random dude. I was thinking about that. Like, let's see the back of your neck in a hurry. <laughs> what in the world can that be? Well, I, I don't got a cliffy for you, so you know what? You guys are on the landing pad. Fix it in, in his assistance right in front of you. Go to town. Go for it. What are you going to do? Oh, uh, by the way, those of you who are uh, listening last episode and were counting the, uh, the Easter eggs, 42. Now, I'm actually 43, so... Oh, you're 43? Mm-hmm. Why is that? We, we've already established it's my birthday. It's your birthday. Yes. And he can cry if he wants to. Yes. Please not on air. Can you leave your friends behind? <laughs> Why? Because we don't dance? <laughs> I certainly don't dance. Well, you're no friend of mine. <laughs> it's more of a Danny, don't you know, Danny, don't you know, Danny, don't you know, if you ask me. No. Ninja sex party? Nobody? Okay. Uh. (laughs) I'll have to to send that out to you guys. It's pretty brilliant. I'm sure it was awesome. It'll relate to many of you. (laughs) Oh, dear. So I think the biggest question here is, Pat, if today's your birthday, then it must also be Carapace's birthday too, right? Ooh. Um, I don't think it works that way, but, I mean, do they even have the same year? Give or take. Uh, as, okay. as Martha Stewart once said, it's a good thing. Just accept it. Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, I guess so. So what's Carapace going to do for his birthday? Um, if there was a day where I didn't have to actually worry about you guys getting yourselves killed, that would be pretty great. That would be a gift. I don't see it happening. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> we can all dream. Oh, are, are, are we doing the uh, the birthday thing that we, we do in the other game, or is that a... We haven't established that, but I'm not opposed to it. Okay, cool. What's the birthday thing? Oh, it's like we each of our like our character on on our birthday gets like a bonus feat or like a, a bonus to a stat or you know like something 
like don't do something to maximize what it is that you're already doing, but like you know diversify and make yourself cooler. Oh, all right. Well, my birthday was in March. Well, I think you should you should talk to the DM about that, and I'm sure they'll let you do something. <laughs> Though realistically, out of everybody in the party, you are the coolest. So <laughs> he, he does have the hat and trench coat to prove it. Though he's still Thank without you. his trademark lighter. <laughs> that that hasn't turned up yet. No, it's yeah. You have to ask uh, Sweet Spot to get it back when he goes on the date. To to the state? Oh, no, you have a date. Yeah. We have a date with what's her name? Did you give it to her? I thought uh, I, I thought you just dropped it somewhere. It, it's lodged in her her uh, self somewhere in her alt form. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to do some digging. I, I I will search every nook and cranny of that there box <laughs> for your lighter, of course, for your lighter. <laughs> Not because it gives me any great amount of pleasure. Easy there, ladies. Easy. We're going to have to come back to the, the date. I had uh, I had completely forgotten about it. So, thank you, Matt. That, I appreciate that. That would have been a tragedy. But we know what isn't a tragedy, or we know what is going to be a tragedy. You guys are on the landing pad, and you are ready to talk with Fixit. Who is taking the lead on this? We only have one diplomat. Oh, why are y'all looking at me? <laughs> I, I can I, I can talk to him. Like I said, we have one diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, fixed face. Nice to see you. How you doing? Who's this guy? Magnum. My name is not fixed face. You know that. Of <laughs> uh, course I do. I certainly do. I know your name. Why is your fingers well, crossed behind your back? <laughs> I have no idea. You know quite well that my name is Fixit. Of course I do. Yep. Yeah. Can we move on? <laughs> Just like I know that your name is Magnum. Yes, I knew that too. I definitely did. Most definitely. I'm not certain that you did. Here, let me take your temperature again. Come down here. Let's find out who your pal is first. This is my nurse. This is Paradron. Uh, has she been uh, checked? Don't mind me, but I'm just going to check the back of your neck, ma'am. That is understandable. And she'll turn around and present her neck. All right. Um, I'll just take a peek. We do a perception. Perception. Uh, but you do notice like immediately that there is a piece of metal welded to the back of her neck. Oh. Oh, that's well, clever. So well. she's got a shield over her bug. That's genius. <laughs> <laughs> We all we all kind of did that too. Of course, mine's just a strap on. <laughs> no, it's the it's the opposite. Like we have it to protect us from the bug. Her bug is there and it's covered in armor. Now who's being paranoid, Capus? I mean, that's pretty much my job in this party. Uh, yeah, yeah. Twenty one perception. Although I'm not sure it's going to help me with anything. Yeah, it doesn't look like uh, there's a bug or anything on there. She looks pretty good. I'll see. I compliment you on your uh, your uh, taking care, although it's a little hard to tell if there's anything there now. We should probably take this inside. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right, let's go inside. And yeah, you will all go inside. And was Fixit seriously going to try to take my temperature? Yeah, you, you sounded strange to him. Do, do Transformers have a body temperature? He was probably using it as a pretense to check your neck to make certain that you weren't infected. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
do we have to carry the unconscious or are they awake and we just walk them in or well i suppose that all depends on on magnum i'll zap them with a bunch of energon before we get them moving we're in the medical place so it's a perfect spot for them so magnum high or low good for you hi here we go uh roll the 17 so yep they are coming around and almost conscious they can stagger about. Cool. Uh, a little, little help here, guys. We don't want anybody tipping over. All right. I'll uh, come up and help one of the bots to his feet. Or her feet. Ironhide, could you just stand here and maybe the gravitational pull will keep them steady? So, yes, you guys can go ahead and uh, get everyone inside the central reclamation building. And it looks like Fixit has uh, made certain that no other bots are in the the hallway, kind of coming in. So it looks like he kept everyone uh, kind of away from the the landing pad. Paradron is helping out as well. She is uh, getting helping get everyone to their feet. And yeah, you uh, you get in with uh, with little difficulty. I feel like I've uh, met her sister. <laughs> yeah, it's just a straight repaint of RC. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> Are there any other molds of female Transformers? I mean... Uh, nowadays, yeah, but not back then. Alrighty then. So, uh, anything else Ironhide's interested in, we can fill them in. You know, we'll try to give them as much details of the whole story that we can. He might, We might need him to coordinate on the ground while we try to go for the air, or I don't know. Depends on what you guys think. Yeah, we should uh, fill him in as best as possible. And we'll find out if Fixit has come up with any gizmos for us, like a anti-parasite parasite, or something like that. The acidic parasite parasite. Or maybe even some personal upgrades. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, what are we going to do about this uh, this whole uh, kickboxer thing? Kick switch. Switchback. I mean, we know where we know where he is right now, right? And we agreed that we have to stop the production. Um, yep. Are we sure the production is going on on that uh, that the ship where he's at? No, we're not sure of that. You just know that he's potentially the uh, in charge. You might know. Head honcho, the main man. If we're really lucky, we won't. We'll be actually able to capture him and not kill him. Although we tend to kill every every boss we run into. <laughs> if yes. they don't kill us. Yes, we do. <laughs> Start looking right at Wild Strike. <laughs> yes, we do. Hey, uh, is Wildstrike a boss? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm saying like the last, the last guy that was straight up destroyed. I think. Oh, was right, by, right. Was by uh, Wildstrike. That's not my fault. I actually think Magnum has actually put put the finishing shots on quite a few of these guys just by just by chance. I gave mm. Wildstrike a high five. Bang. <laughs> 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 so, fix it. Will. We'll lead you kind of down the hall to a um, what looks like a like a kind of just an unused exam room, but it's not like a surgical suite or anything. So maybe if a diplomat or a VIP had to come in, but just needs to be examined for for some reason, uh, they would probably bring the the person here. Uh, and it looks like this room hasn't seen much use in in the last uh, probably few dozen cycles, uh, probably because you know it, it's generally not needed. Because we are in a peaceful time. Sort of like a triage. Yeah, yeah. Or outpatient visits or something. Right. For the non-critical cases, but still needs to, still urgent enough to need to be uh, to be seen. Something you'll need a copay for. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. And in fact, quick uh, fix, fix it will hold out his hand. Uh, ten energon nodes, please. Copay first. <laughs> <laughs> this this doctor humor. <laughs> I like no, it's it's mercenary humor. <laughs> it's That's HMO opposite. humor. That will pay me not to kill someone. That's the opposite <laughs> of mercenaries. Uh, so Fixit will go ahead and call Ironhide over, and he will examine him. Uh, and the two of them will kind of catch up as the exam is going on. Uh, Zaron will join them, and you can kind of catch like, little bits of their conversation and everything. It's just, they're checking in on each other, making, trying to determine what the last thing everyone remembers is, kind of what the, the situation is from there. Uh, so it looks like they're just kind of catching up. Did we just get cut out, cut out of the conversation? I think we did. <laughs> we definitely have. That's all right. We, we become, can converse with We ourselves. become the background characters. That's okay, <laughs> too. I do some of my best work from the background. In fact, I try to do all my work from the background. All right. So fi- once he's done, fix it will come over to all of you and will say, It looks like Ironhide is in good health. Uh, it looks like whatever you did to him to get the the Cerebro shell off didn't have any lasting impacts. So, excellent work, whomever did it. I, I don't know who uh, did I, either, but, uh, you know, that impact wasn't from me. I don't know what happened with the sheets there. We found them like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't going to mention it, but I did notice that, that dent in his shins. And you say you, you say you don't know where it came from. We had from nothing to do spot. with that. Velocitornian doth protest too much. It's funny, sweet spot, how the indentation matches the shape and size of your shin joint. Uh, it's a very common joint uh, among Velocitornians. This is this is fairly common, you know. In fact, it's so common, I was uh, a little bit embarrassed about it. I was going to get it changed out uh, sometime in the near future, almost immediately. That's not red metal chips I see on your leg. Is that... <laughs> this? This right here? This is a, a, a... This is a clay. A red clay, I believe. You you remember sometime back we were out in the field. On the I'm going to sh- find a shovel for uh, Sweet Spot as he can just continue to dig himself deeper and deeper. Uh, actually, why don't you get a backhoe? <laughs> 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 I'm feeling a litany of, uh, of excess here. <laughs> I know a good body shop that can buff that right out. Do you now? Uh, maybe I could get the address or maybe the, the com code. Uh, give them a call. <laughs> see if they can squeeze me up. Squeeze me Listen in. Guys, squeeze st- me out. Stop, stop arguing about who's prettier, please. Now, what have you figured out? Quick, uh, fix it. Oh, thank you, Magnum. I appreciate you getting my name right. Uh, it looks dejected. <laughs> gotcha. I examined the devices and... What I've been able to to put together is this, and he uh, pulls out a, uh, like a little small handheld device. Looks almost like a uh, like a signal tracker. If you scan the area with this device, uh, it will point to it will point to the direction of the the origin of the signal. Uh, you might be able to use this to to track down where the the signal is originating. Uh, and if it's in a building or a ship of some kind, you might be able to track it more uh, precisely once you are on board. Oh, you mean like a control signal? Yep. How about that? Very useful. Thank you. Thank you. Fix it. It 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 fix it. <laughs> gonna get into <laughs> start stuttering here if I'm not careful. <laughs> he reaches up and just pats you on the shoulder. 
Keep trying, Magnum. You'll get the hang of it. <laughs> he really won't. <laughs> yeah, but that seems to be the last words people say to Magnum an awful lot. <laughs> I get so, the feeling uh, that Magnum's just not used to a to an NPC that can actually deal with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not quite. He's a little, little, uh, little gobsmacked at the moment. <laughs> All right. Well, Ironhide will come on over, and I'll ask. All right. What is What's the the plan here? If Quick Switch is up on his ship, how you do you plan on getting up there? Well, we have this other ship here. Um, does Fix It think what happened? Well, he says there's a signal. What would happen if that signal was terminated? If it is uh, if it is terminated, then likely the effect of control on all the bots that have these cerebro shells will likely terminate. That's good news. That's good news. The actual Cerebro shells themselves will still remain active and powered, um, but they should no longer be relaying any controls. And then from there, it should be a simple process of just batting them off the butt. All right. So we need to get up. We need to get up there. So we need a way to get up there, hopefully without dying. And then we have to be able to deal with whatever is up there, and that is... I think you said the crew, the crew complement was like from 30 to 60 or something? Something like that, yep. And I'm like, so that's a lot to deal with, you know. So I don't know if Ironhide has something that he can do for that. Like, do you happen to, like, know Jetfire or something? You know, <laughs> go in there and just win it for us, you know? Because <laughs> that's how it always works, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know a guy who knows a guy, you know? Our adventures well, from think... now on are just calling up somebody else and having them do it. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I think Jetfire is still on Earth at the moment. How far okay. away is that? I'll go get him. I'll go get him. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's it's quite far there, uh, there, Carapace. Yeah, they got a space bridge. But uh, what I can do is, if they aren't dominated, if they aren't being controlled by these uh, by these cerebro shells, I have a, a couple of bots under my command that I, I trust. Well, I mean, can you get them somewhere where we can check them? You know, and maybe you can get an assault ship for us and give us some extra troops. An assault ship. Magnum, just what do you think you're going to do? You're going to just fly up there and open fire on Quick Switch's command ship? No, we need to board it. No, yes, exactly. Exactly right. You need to board it and you need to be subtle about it. Uh, and with that, Zaron will come over. We'll give you whatever aid we can. But in the ends, this has to be done very carefully and very controlled. Once the dust has settled on this assault, we're going to have a lot of explaining to do. We need some evidence to back up all the claims, because even though I believe it, and even though Ironhide believes it, and Fix it, there's, we don't have any physical evidence to tie Quick Switch specifically to this. And without that, all it's going to look like is counselors at war with each other. Okay. Do we have a, like a, a camera, like a lapel camera, so that like when we go and talk to him and he monologues at us, we can like have it? 
I was thinking something similar, yeah. We should, <laughs> we should carry recording devices with us. That way, whatever we find, there'll be evidence of. I don't know if you guys actually have any, but uh, if you want to stop at a, a store and pick one up, then I'm fine with that. They're cheap enough. So this doesn't count as any help they can give us. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we, can point, we can point you to Macy's. Yeah, how much... <laughs> How much money do we have? <laughs> How much do cameras cost in Cybertron? Not you have much, more than you? enough to pick up a camera. Okay. Yeah. Let's all get cameras. All get... <laughs> how, ma- how many zippets yeah. is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't catch them. <laughs> zippets don't have a speed of their own, though they do go fast. <laughs> <laughs> it always does. It always does. All right. Cameras. Infiltration. Do you have a cloaking device? Yes, cloaking device. Let's get one of those. Electronic cloaking hidey devicey thing. We we just call them cloaking devices on uh, on Velostrol. And that is where I come in. The door opens and standing in the doorway is Wheeljack. Uh, be careful like that. Hey. Wheeljack, how you doing, buddy? I immediately look to the sky. To make sure there aren't drones already on us. <laughs> yes. Sweet spot, my friend. How have you been doing? I've been doing pretty good. How you been? I have been working on this little device, this little doohickey for you guys, and it is a beautiful thing. Oh. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I lean in very subtly <laughs> to Wild Strike and say, wait, is this the guy that was the Decepticon? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you ask him again? <laughs> I forgot why he didn't like you. But now it's amusing all over again. Yeah, no, this well, is, just shakes his head. This, this is a callback. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Carapace, don't think I've forgotten about you. When he turns to uh, greet Carapace, uh, I'll check his, uh, check his neck. Perception check. Yeah. Do you have the gun I asked for? Remind me. Remind me the GM. Uh, I don't think there actually was one. I was just trying to see if you exactly. would give me something. <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew what he was doing. <laughs> Nicely done. My perception is a 31, my friend. Wow. Wow. Go go you. That bug could have been burrowed 90% into his neck and I'd still find it. Uh, all right. So, yeah, as he leans in, you get a good look at his neck. And, yes, there is a bug on his neck. But... He catches you taking a look at his neck, and he goes, Hey, you like it? He takes his arm, puts it in the back of his neck, pulls it off, puts it back on, pulls it off, puts it back on. <laughs> you, you made a falsy. Yeah. That is impressive. Can I get one? <laughs> now, now I know he was huh. a Decepticon. Because <laughs> that's, that's deceptive. That's really good. <laughs> Carapace. I still remember you. Yeah, I remember you too. I'm glad you guys have the grasp of basic memory function here. What's going on? And you know what there, Carapace? I even got a present for you. I didn't get you one. <laughs> that, 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 that's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Here, take this. He pulls out a counterfeit Decepticon badge and gives it to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> gives it to who? To me. This is actually, this is going to be useful in ways that you can't imagine, so thank you. (laughs) 
It's just like a magnet, like one of those bumper stickers. <laughs> Effectively, yeah. It's just, yeah. I put it on my chest, and I'm like, I feel very close to you, Wild Strike. <laughs> Wild Strike edges away from him. <laughs> uh, Wild Strike, actually, go ahead and make a perception check. A 16. Is this like the equivalent of like a scalp? Like, is this somebody he knows? Like, this is like the skin of somebody he knows? <laughs> uh, no. No. <laughs> But making a note for later. <laughs> yeah, I had a few of these trophies left behind from the war. Because that's the only logical way to get an emblem, right? <laughs> Move it bodily. Or are they like the equivalent of like tattoos? Probably tattoos. Carapace, your your badges aren't upside down. I know it probably looks right to you, but you know the rest. I'm of not an idiot. Thank you. All right, Wild Strike, you actually recognize this as a, a definitely a fake badge, uh, and you know, of course, that a, uh, the the real Decepticon badges are actually made up of pieces of your uh, of your spark casing. So, in in order to actually get a Decepti brand, a piece of your like your spark housing mm-hmm. is removed and it's forged into your your brand in a. A very unpleasant and kind of painful ceremony. Oh wow! And you can recognize that this is a, it, it is a fake. Okay. It's a decently made fake, and you think it'll it'll fool a lot of people. But if a Decepticon looked at it, you, you'd think they could probably spot some differences. Yeah. All right. I'll take a look at it. That's really dark. That's good enough to fool an Autobot. Okay. It is pretty dark, isn't it? I wonder what yeah. the Autobots use. Yeah, I was just gonna say like. Well, Decepticons are hardcore, man. Do you have anything else for real, us, Real Jack? Yes, I do. I wouldn't come all this way and not bring presents for everyone, right? Ho, ho, ho. It is my birthday. Is it Carabas? That's to. pretty awesome. <laughs> Glad I brought the symbol for you then. Yeah. Convenient. It's not like I looked up your, your, uh, uh, your, your personnel files or anything, right? And you can see him putting a data pad away. <laughs> I hope not. My goodness, you're almost as subtle as we are. I whipped up this little doohickey for you guys. And what it is, uh, is a, uh, it's about the size of like a, like a laptop. Uh, it's a, kind of like a, a, just a black box. This, this is a, a prototype stealth device that, I'm, uh, that I put together for you. Hook it up to a, uh, to a ship, maybe a... Maybe that shuttle out there, maybe a, your friend's sweet spot over here. And it'll make you invisible to sensors for a few minutes. All sensors, including that uh, Energon sensor you got there, Magnum. Well, that's oh. mighty helpful. That's convenient. Keep in mind, this is pretty... This, this thing's a power hog, so you don't want to use it uh, too long. It's only going to last a few minutes. Uh, but if you can uh, maybe get kind of near where you're going and then turn it on, this will get you the rest of the way. Well, we have That's... the means of getting on board. Yeah, that should do it. Thank you. Were you able to pull up the schematics of the ship? Uh, I wasn't. I took a, I took a look. Uh, the, nothing is in the public record for it. You might want to, you know... If you can talk to one of the designers, maybe they could get it. Uh, I don't know, but since the since the ship is the flagship of the the orbital defense force, uh, Quick Switch himself has made certain that it is uh, very hard to to find. 
Has any of you been on it before? Ironhide? Uh, yeah, I was on it uh, once. It was uh, many cycles ago. I can't imagine it's, uh, it's changed. There are three decks on it. Uh, bridges in the top deck. There's a uh, couple landing bays on the lower deck. Engine rooms on the, the middle. So uh, let's, let's get you to giving us a sketchy map. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do we have any uh, shock grenades? Uh, you got two from Backstop when you requisitioned the badgeless armor. Do we know where like the central computer is for the ship? Do you have any idea? I'm not 100% certain, but I imagine it's either towards the back of the, the second deck or up on deck three near the bridge. If, you can, if we can get control of the central computer, we can in, eliminate a lot of the adversaries by, like, basically controlling the entrance and egress. Totally. Uh, of the decks and things like that. You control the computer of a ship, you control the whole ship. So, um, if there was a way to get there without causing too much fuss, I don't know. I mean, Sounds like a plan. I guess, the, do, we, do we all have electricity-based weapons? Uh, I do not. I do not either. We should get all get stun weapons if we can, too. Because, uh, most of these dudes are not bad guys. Uh, yeah, that's all. Those are all well and good. I can go ahead and contact, uh... I'll go ahead and head back to the ISS building in just a, a few minutes, and I'll make a, a stop at the armory. Grab, uh, grab the stuff that you want, and, uh, and head back. So, it, it should take me... Probably in uh, an hour or two at most. But I can get that done for you. It's not a problem. Okay. If they do have an Aurora Arc Caster, I would love to switch out one of my weapons, at least for this mission. It's a level five, so... I'll, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll take a look and see what, uh, what we got. I, I'm pretty certain that we do. And if you guys think of anything uh, uh, while I'm on the way, send me a message and I will see if I can, uh, see if I can locate it. On the way out, Ironhide takes a look over at at you there, Wildstrike, and notices a uh, kind of a, a red glow coming from you. And you know that he's probably looking at the Enigma of Combination, because you're the one car- uh, currently carrying it, correct? That's correct. It, it'll kind of get his attention a little bit, and he'll, he'll come over to kind of take a look. Wild Strike, what, uh, what is that? Uh, it's some glowing red thing that we found. I'll pull it out and show him. Whoa, whoa. And, <laughs> and you can see, like, the shock on his face. Like, Wild Strike, what, what is that? How did you get a hold of this? This is supposed to be in the vaults at the ISS. Yeah, that's where it was. Do you know what that is? Oh, yeah. Uh... I have an idea of what it does. You looked right at the Enigma, didn't you? Uh, not just me. Actually, that's a funny story, because we actually found it while we thought we were rescuing you, Ironhide. Rescuing me? Yeah. You and you and Wildstrike were down, and we thought were down in the basement. And when, when we rescued Wildstrike, we thought we were also rescuing you, but you were actually under control. And while we were down there, we found that, I don't know, the, the, the thingamabob of whatchamacallit, and uh, it brought us together in ways that you've never seen before. 
I think I know uh, exactly what you mean. Uh, go ahead and make a culture check. Everybody or just me? Um, yeah, anyone Ooh. here can anyone here can do it. Natural twenty. Uh, so that is a twenty-six. Ooh, twenty-six. I got a sixteen. Sixteen. I also got a uh, a twenty-four. <laughs> you also got a twenty-four. All three of you remember this. A few cycles back, just before contact was established between Cybertron and Caminus and Velocitron and all the other colonies, a, a combiner showed up. Uh, the combiner Devastator showed up, and the Enigma made its first appearance on Cybertron. It was believed to be hidden on Earth for a while, and when contact was, uh, was established, uh, it was taken from Earth and then brought here, uh, unbeknownst to, to the population of Cybertron. And what started happening is no one quite knew what it was and what it, what it was capable of, and it was just brought straight to a planet full of machine life, and as you expect, uh, hilarity ensued. <laughs> The, the Enigma repaired the, uh, the Combiner Superion, who was injured uh, uh, many, many cycles ago, and created several new Combiners. Uh, one was uh, Defensor from the Protectobots. Uh, it's reformed the uh, uh, form of Menasaur from the Stunticons. Was, uh, su- was Superion the, uh, the one that Grimlock made when he bit into the planet's core? You're thinking of uh, Computron. Computron, actually. yeah. I had that one back in the day. That was a cool one. Yep, yep. Uh, season three, right after they had the movie. Yeah. Superion is the one made up of all the jets. Oh, okay, yep, yep. The Autobot one. And the Enigma, towards the, the end of the, the battle, combined Optimus Prime, Prowl, Sunstreaker, Mirage, and Ironhide into a combiner named Optimus Maximus. After the battle was done, uh, that combiner was separated and Prowl was, uh, was put in prison for his, for, uh, for his part in freeing the, the Constructicons. Uh, so, even though Ironhide is actually part of a combiner, he will likely never combine again. So do you know how to use this? It's more about getting your 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 mind in sync with the other people you combine with. Oh, that's why we had so much trouble. The Protectobots... <laughs> <laughs> the Protectobots all have a, kind of a similar mindset. They are, uh, uh, they're protectors. They're first responders. They, uh, they help people. So when the Enigma grabbed onto them, uh, the, uh, the combiner they formed, uh, Defensor... He actually ended up being uh, fairly uh, intelligent and, and, and focused and single-minded. So when when it combined all of us, we were we were catatonic for for a while until Prime could convince uh, could could convince Prowl of of what needed to be done. And it wasn't until we all acted as a, as a unit that we were able to actually focus and get anything done. Ours was a little different. The It got shot and kind of just streaked out and hit a whole bunch of random people 
the three of us included. In hindsight, we were hoping that Magnum would kind of become part of our team, but uh, we don't know how to do that because the other two people don't really want to be that. <laughs> Who are the other two? It was a uh, legionnaire and legionnaire Arctic. and Arctic. Legionnaire, Zaron's bodyguard, and Zaron will come over. My legionnaire? Yeah. He never told me about this. When when did this happen? Just before we rescued you. Yeah. Oh. Like it's a very recent thing, you know. <laughs> there are other more pressing matters to uh, to concern yourself with. Don't think I mean, he was it, trying to keep it from you. Yeah, it's like when, when it, once it happened, you went on air and pretty much made us public enemy number one, and then we had to h- hide. Uh, well, my my apologies for that. Oh no, I don't. I don't, I don't take you, you're 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 taking too much responsibility for all of this. Just so you know, like it wasn't your fault. You get that, right? Mm, I I understand that intellectually, but I don't think the the rest of the the city will. Well, okay, hey, watch, watch this. You already volunteered for this, so Magnum, come over here. Hi, Carabas. What can I do for you? Okay, uh, stand here for a second, okay? And I'm going to reach out and grab Zaron and hold his hand, and I'm going to slap Magnum across the face with Zaron's hand. Oh, my, I am, I am so sorry. I did not mean to do that. So, I'm see, so conflicted you, right now. <laughs> he's like, but that's the point. You didn't just do that. I did. Well, maybe he needs to see it from a different perspective. Here, try with me. Okay, so I'm going to... Well, he, he wants to hit you. No, uh, you know. Have him hit me. No, I mean, let, uh, make make me slap, <laughs> slap Magnum. <laughs> but you want to do that. The whole point uh, of this I, is, is, is not wanting to. To be fair, you're going to have a hard time finding someone who doesn't want to slap me. Truth. <laughs> the, the point is, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't... You didn't do it. And if you were in control, you wouldn't have. I, I do understand your point, Carapace. And I am, am grateful uh, to all of you for, for helping and for returning me to my, my senses. I just hope that the, the rest of the city is agrees with you. But I will do everything I can to, to make certain that... I can mitigate the the fallout from this and to to set it right. Okay, you, sh- you should uh, order That's... Legionnaire to come with us in case we need to get some alloy action on up there. Ooh, <laughs> that might not be a bad idea. So that means that I dread being in your mind again. Well, yeah. Well, so all we all we need to do is we need Ironhide to teach us how to finagle the magnificent stone thing, and then <laughs> take Arctic's power and give it to to Magnum. To Magnum, and then we go up and, you know, do our thing. Uh, if you want Legionnaire to to accompany you, I think he'll be uh, he'll certainly be more useful to you than he is to, to me right now. Uh, but yes, I can I can have him uh, join you if you'd like. I don't know what what does everybody else say on that. <laughs> I say options are nice to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, using them uh, may come down to the situation. I think it's worth having worth having the option. Yes. Yeah. Okay. A good idea. Magnum, do you do you wish to become part of this? Hey, I'm up for anything, or- man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good man. Good man. 
I go over to Wheeljack. Uh, you wouldn't happen to have any inoculations from, you know, insanity, would you? <laughs> oh, for, of course not. <laughs> Just asking. God help us all. <laughs> yeah, maybe we want to rethink that. Anyway, uh, is everyone done slapping me? Never. <laughs> <laughs> So now there's, just a, big, now there's just a big line. The slap. Next person, slap. Is this still part of the, still part of the favor? If I wanted to do that, I would just draw like a little fly on the palm of my hand. So I, when I walk up and slap you and I just hold my hand and you're like, oh, look, there's like a dead fly. And you're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I won't fall for it the next time. Oh, another fly. Oh, another fly. Well, I won't, you won't fool me again. That's not a wow. Ever. That, that one's even bigger than the last one. I guess we're about the same size. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. So, Magnum, Ironhide comes over to you. Magnum, I want you to think about this very carefully. I, I can probably help you get the spark of combination that, that's needed to combine with these these folks, but... You were going to say fools. I, and, and you should have. <laughs> but you need to make absolutely certain that this is what you want, because once once you do, there's really no going back. Yeah, let's go for it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. What, is, what does Pythagoras have to say? Uh, he says <laughs> everything's just fine, man. No, I don't! He twitches a little bit. bit. Magnum, you've developed a twitch. Let me get that for you. (laughs) Actually, he'll transform it. Pythagoras will be like, we do this all the time. This is, uh... Nothing nothing new, new, really. Yeah. So, um... The question is, if we combine, does his head become part of the, uh... The bot... You're just going to have to wait and see. It'd be funny if it was, was Pythagoras' head on top, this ginormous spot with this little tiny head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll form the nose. <laughs> I am a mouse in a large robotic suit. Look that one up. Pinky, okay. if I could reach you, I'd hurt you. <laughs> okay, so uh, he invites uh, Fix It over to kind of help out with this, and they, they kind of talk about the whole process, and Ironhide is effectively going to do uh, kind of like a, 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 not a spark transplant. He's going to do a, um, uh, when you take blood, what the fuck's that called? Transfusion. Transfusion, Transfusion thank you. I was going to say a seance. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> So he is going to... Uh, he's going to hook you and Ironhide up together to do, essentially, a spark transfusion. Oh! Me and uh, Ironhide or We're, me and Legion? He's taking Ironhide's ability, not Arctic's. I'm excited to be a part of this plan. I need you to make a mysticism check, and you can take an aid from... Fix it on this one. Plus two. All right. A very important mysticism roll. Don't make it very important. <laughs> we cannot stress how important this Too is. Late. Can, can Pythagoras aid him? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Oh, uh, so that means I get 24. Let me go ahead and roll for fix it and see what he gets. I gave you a plus two, but 
We'll see if uh, if he gives you more. I was say, that seems low for who he's supposed to be. Well, I rolled two. <laughs> Am I losing those two points? Even though I rolled a two on uh, on fix its mysticism check, his bonus is high enough that it will give you uh, at least a plus four, probably even a plus six. I don't know. I don't have his sheet in front of me. We're just winging it. All right. Yay! <laughs> but either way, minimum, you're going to have a 26. And I made the DC for this bad boy a 25. Ooh. So you wow. just barely made that one. Yeah. So it takes a little bit of time. It actually takes close to, excuse me, it takes close to an hour or so. Um, but Fixit is able to transfer a piece of Ironhide Spark into you. And you now have the combiner feet. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. And one more personality in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Join the crowd. Personality. Thank Do you, we Iron Hide. you as, as Iron Magnum now? <laughs> or, like- ma- or Magnum Hide? <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of that. Iron Magnum. Pyhiderus. Pi- <laughs> Less so. Thank you, Iron Hide. I feel heavier already. I'll never forget your help. You're looking well. Did you put on Spark? <laughs> <laughs> so the six of you hang out in here for a while longer. Uh, Fix it. Eventually has to to get back to work, but Zaron is uh, is sticking around. Uh, he already put a call into Legionnaire, and uh, Legionnaire is going to. Meet you guys here. Uh, Ironhide takes a trip over to the ISS building uh, to get the equipment that you guys are requisitioning. And about two hours later, he is back with all of the stuff that you need. Uh, when Legionnaire comes in, you'll uh, you'll ask him, it's like, hey, you know, we, we need an extra set of hands on this. Uh, we need some help. And he'll, of course, look to Zaron, who agrees and releases him to uh, to help you guys. All right. Great. That sounds great. You've got all your stuff. You've got your party set. You have a shuttle ready to go. Uh, or you can take Sweet Spot, whichever you prefer. What's the next step? Are you heading up to the to the ship to face Quick Switch now? Uh, I'm thinking that uh, we actually use me as the transport. Being that uh, if we are stealth when we land, and then uh, I unstealth and come with you, there will be no shuttle left behind to alert someone that there is intruders on board. That's actually, I was going to say, I would rather yeah. have two ways to get home, but that actually is, I think, more tactically sound. Yeah, I was thinking of having the shuttle as a separate one, too. Can you do space travel? Yes. Yes, I can. All right. The Steelhaven is in low enough orbit that it, it's not truly space. It's like suborbital at this point. So you feel that you can make it to there, no problem. Awesome. So you head out to the, the landing pad. Uh, Ironhide takes the, the shuttle that you guys came in on, and he's going to fly that back to the ISS building. And sweet spot, you transform and turn into your shuttle mode. I do. All aboard. Magnum, Carapace, Wildstrike, all three of you get on. Legionnaire follows up behind. 
And you lift off from Central Reclamation, heading skywards towards the Steel Haven. Your shuttle climbs out of Iacon airspace, rising higher and higher until Central Reclamation is nothing more than a dot on the rapidly vanishing horizon. High above, transport ships ferry cargo and supplies from the colony worlds that are too large or too hazardous for Metroplex's space bridge. Inside, Sweet Spot angles the ship to join the line of vehicles leaving the planet, pulling into the sensor blind spot of a massive transport bound for some unknown destination. And there, you wait letting the bulk of the cargo hauler block your sensor profile from anything ahead of you. Silence falls over the shuttle, only the impatient tapping of Sweet Spot's foot servo breaking the stillness. Minutes pass as the slow transport continues its laborious ascent into the Cybertronian suborbital grid. Your sensors register the diminishing atmospheric pressure outside, one of the only ways you can reliably determine the distance to the Steel Haven, since your front sensors are blocked by this behemoth. Magnum's running the calculations manually and gives Sweets the silent countdown, indicating that the ship is nearing the closest point to the Steel Haven before the lane traffic breaks free from the gravity well of the planet. 5. Sweet Spot disengages course correction, taking full manual again. 4. Wild Strike jumps onto the navigation console, feeding sensor data directly to Sweet Spot. 3. Magnum primes the stealth shield, setting power to nominal. 2. Carapace stares out the window, inscrutable as always. 1. Legionnaire sits across from Carapace, wondering just what he's gotten himself into. Zero. Sweet Spot breaks, reducing speed and angles the ship to starboard to get on an intercept course to that target. Just as he's about to give the order to turn on the stealth device, alarms blare as an unscheduled transport ship shows up on scans, barreling towards them. Their sensor profile was obscured by the craft they were tailing, and Sweet Spot makes a hard starboard turn to clear the path of the oncoming vessel. The two ships get so close that all of you can read the name on the approaching vessel. The Penitent Judgment. Pythagoras, I'm assuming you want to activate the cloaking device now? Mm-hmm. All right, so Magnum, you turn the device on, get it powered up and connected to Sweet Spot, and I'm going to roll to see just how many minutes this thing lasts. Yes. Next time. <laughs> All right. Son of a bitch. Damn it. Yeah. You know what that means? <laughs> it's going to last for two weeks at least. <laughs> <laughs> this is Blaster. Blasting out to the airwaves, bringing you the latest and greatest hits and news updates. I have big news for you today, so keep those audio receptors turned up to the max. Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Carapace is played by Patrick Finn. Wild Strike, the Decepticon, is played by Mike M. Pythagoras and Magnum are played by Matthew G. Sweet Spot is played by Adam Ichu. And last but no way least, Rex and his dino buds, Laser, Grazer, and Laser, are played by Rob Muller. 
keep the hits coming by supporting the show at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. And tune in to the Transmissions Network for all your Transformers news and reviews. This is Blaster, the voice of Cybertron's airwaves, blasting out.